Summer Beerkley's here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Well, howdy! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Never start an episode off with howdy. Hi, Pike. How are you, sir? Well, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, I think I told you yesterday I burned my arm pretty bad, mm-hmm. and it's kind of better. It's healing, so I'm not worried about that anymore. But I'll find something new. You know what? You and I both were in a little bit of a physical predicament yesterday. Uh, you burned your arm, and uh, I kept getting Charlie horses, old cramps in the bag of the leg here after the show. Oh, and yeah. Someone secretly <laughs> filmed me getting wow. some cramps. Well, just in case you died, because it looked like you might. I wanted to have that for your family. Thank you, Pike. I appreciate you secretly filming my pain and then putting it all over <laughs> your Instagram. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. That was funny. It, it kept just... happening. It was just awful. <sighs> ah, it's just. Uh, it's Did it get better afterwards? I mean, yeah, it was the only time yesterday. No, the only time. Yeah, cramps are just that. Maybe like the most like sudden sharp pain a human can go through. Like you ever want to at night? I haven't. Like, like I said, I haven't had a cramp in a decade. I'm pretty sure. I think it was just the way I was sitting because I, I like locked my legs up underneath this desk, you know, and it was bent all like a pretzel yeah. under there. It was weird. But yeah, I know what you mean. You wake up in the middle of the night. You're like, ah, what is that? Ah! Screaming. Yeah. And you're calf muscles like all balled up and it's in your thigh oh a horrible yep. sensation horrible you know i'll get cramps i get cramps though in my feet that's like my, a weird one my toes will cramp up you know you get you got none of this happens if you don't drink that little water you gotta drink uh, more water i cramp up in my in my toes a lot and i have to stretch them like this like i have to put my toes down on the ground and i have to stretch them out like that i'm just not yeah. i gotta stretch more often i feel like i'm not a nimble person by any means and i think a, you have to drink more water i'm I, not gonna say don't right. stretch because i'd be fine too but yeah i think just i have found anyway i think you're right I think it's I gotta just, drink more water and I gotta stretch and I won't cramp. Yesterday, I was over at the uh, investment property and, uh, you know, still cutting walls open. Fuck, it's so much work. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're in like the primary bedroom and uh, we found a secret room, Pike. We found a secret room. Well, that's fun. I know. I was like, what is this doing here? This is amazing. And so, 
I climbed in it. How do you, you get in? Is it a bookshelf? No, no, no. It's not like, you know, it's not as exciting as that. It's just a big, oh. it's like a big space behind two walls that they obviously did not enclose. Like, they didn't just use that room. Like, anybody would use an extra eight feet of bedroom space and just put a wall up. Yeah, or didn't. just a closet or storage room or anything. Yeah, something. And they didn't. So I'm, I'm trying to get in this thing. And speaking of being nimble, I'm trying to get my leg over this wall because we cut a tiny, not tiny, I fit through it. You know, I'm like six, yeah. two. So I'm like trying to squeeze through this hole, but it's like halfway up the wall. So I have to climb on a ladder and I have to get my foot over. Like, yeah, I have to lift it above my waist. It doesn't, my body doesn't bend this way. I'm not, I'm not a nimble man. <laughs> So anyways, that's on my Instagram. <laughs> if you want to see me try try to get through this hole in the wall to go in the secret room. And I put a bucket on the other side of the wall. And the bucket, um, it's like falling. Oh, my God. Yikes. Yeah. Just a Tim the Tool Man Taylor moment. Yeah, for sure. Bunch of gaffes. Yeah. I think you'll find, though, that 99 out of 100 men, adult men, like, would not easily do that. And the one is... Like a fucking gymnast or whatever. Yeah, Jackie Chan or some shit. Jumps through both feet. You never hear a man say, like, ah, I'm pretty flexible. I don't know, dude. You know what? There's a lot of, like, bigger guys that are still very nimble. Like, a nimble, I like think, is something players, you're, you're yeah. born with. To an extent. Nimbleness? Yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose. Seriously. Yeah, there are big guys where you're like, how come you can move so easily like if you ever go to softball games old man softball yeah there's those yeah. big guys that just hustle hustling around even like old men i mean you start to lose your nimbleness when you get older but even old men are like like i can i've never been able to touch my toes ever in my entire life and my dad my dad can put his palms on the floor you know like what do you do how why did that get passed Jesus, out to me dad yeah what is happening here we got to get a video of your dad bending over. Because that sounds... <laughs> well, that's just amazing. It is pretty amazing. Yes, it is. I agree. Uh, let me write that down. <laughs> Good. Anyway. Good. Yeah. Um... Definitely check out the Instagrams if you want to see some shenanigans taking place over on either at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. I saw it over on Instagram though. Him sneaking that goddamn video of me like a like a pervert, like a real creep, sneaking videos over on a web oh, yeah. chat. Uh, I'm watch at, this later <laughs> at Sparks Radio on uh, all social media, but I put that video up. On, I think it was either on, on uh, Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash Sparks Radio or Instagram at Sparks Radio as well. If you want to see the secret room and me nearly falling over, nearly falling through the ceiling of the floor below me. Dear God. Yeah, as I was trying to crawl into this, <laughs> into this hole. But there you go. Welcome to the show. I am excited for you to be here. That is non-financial advisor at Pike Teller Radio. I am not a financial advisor at Sparks Radio. Hopefully you are ready to 
throw down today, Pike, because today's a good one. And I'll get to it here in a second. I'll tell you everything that's going on right after I ask you this. Pike. Okay. When do you feel you have too many avocados? I have found, and that's a great question. I know you probably just made it up. And, um, <laughs> what are you talking about? I've been researching this. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's blowing up Reddit right now. Oh, How many? <laughs> uh, I have found that buying three is a pretty tall task. Like I'm probably not, I'm going to have to throw one away. Or I'm going to have to eat one when it's too crunchy and one when it's too ripe. So I try to get two. They're just a hard fruit to manage. Very hard fruit to manage. Very hard. But three. They're wow. good. Dude, I buy sacks yeah. of five. Well, you got a family, though. Yeah, but, the, you know, this is before I was living here, you know. Uh, this is when okay. I owned a house and I was my own man. And I was somebody peaceable could be proud of. I uh, was uh, a distant memory at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still buy five. I'd still buy five avocados. And here's the trick about buying avocados. My wife taught me this. Yeah. When you buy avocados, make sure it has the nub on it. The little nub on the avocado where they pull it from the yeah, tree. The yeah. Sometimes when they pull it from the tree, the nub comes out and then it's like an any belly button. You know what I mean? Yeah. What does that mean for storage? They ripen too fast. Really? Yeah. It's like air gets in there now. Now it's exposed. Wow. Yeah. That's a big time hack if that if true. If true, I'm gonna, telling you it's true. Yes. Well why is there seeds of doubt here? I just told you the truth. I just told you a little uh, Well, you I would have seen that on the internet at some <sighs> point. If but she doesn't have like this big secret about avocados. I'm telling okay. you, you only buy avocados in Sacks of five, make sure they all have the nub on there. Then what you do is you take some avocados, you put them out, you put them in the bowl, or you put them on the counter. Those will ripen before the rest in the sack that you put in the fridge. So fridge is going to slow down the ripening, ripening. Put them on the counter, keep the nub on, you're good to go. You're welcome. Okay. All right. I'm going to try that. I don't buy avocados for that reason. I just gave up completely. Now oh, I eat carrots. I know like you people. You, you know, carrots are super like not carrots. Uh, avocados are super trendy, and the ladies love it, and they post about it. Nobody, you know, it's not a lot of glamour and glitz with carrots. Not the sexiest vegetable, mm. but I eat them. I eat them all day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you eat the big ones I too. Out. I don't know why you yep. don't just get baby carrots. Well, the little ones they don't feel natural. I feel like that was made in a lab. So I want uh, I like a little dirt on them even. I just like they just got pulled out of the ground. <laughs> I think it's to satisfy the mouth feel. I think that's what it is. I think it's obvious you have something going on with your 
mouth sensations that you need to satiate. You know, you need to satisfy that because you're chewing on plastic. You're putting holes in your teeth. You're doing all kinds of oh. stuff. I think having a big old carrot and just <laughs> ripping it yeah, apart. I thought you were, you were just going to say, I, I just know what I need a big fat carrot in my mouth. Like I was going there, but then I thought shape, it was too obvious. But, and I was yeah. like, ah, you know, I'm not going to make the old dick pun here. I'm going to. I appreciate your pivot. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. That might be it. I do like chewing. Big chewer. It's just a, it's a nice thing that like when you're just desperate for a snack and you're ripping cupboards open for the 10th time, hoping something appears. <laughs> it's just nice to be able to grab something that's not going to ruin you. Good point. Good point. I'm finished. Yeah. Well, hey, Sparks, let me ask you this. <laughs> Did you have a favorite blanket growing up? A blankie. Yeah, I, I did not. It was not a blankie. I had a stuffed animal instead. Ooh, tell me about him or her. Yeah, uh, it was Ernie from Sesame Street. Hell yeah. Big Ernie guy over here. Bert and Ernie. No, not Bert. Just Ernie. I, I hated Bert. I know. But Bert was a dickhead. We can all agree on that. Well, I appreciate Bert now because, ironically, he was the straight guy, you know? Which we all know now that they are definitely a gay couple. But Oh, Bert, the straight man. I yeah, guess. Bert is the straight man. In the gay couple. But I thought Ernie was hilarious. I mean, Ernie was always the funniest dude. Uh, first of all, he's ridiculous. Funniest character on Sesame Street is Ernie, hands down. Two, his whole mission in life was to pick on his best friend. And I identified with that at a very young age. So it's like, hey, man, I love you, but I'm just going to fuck around the whole time with you. It was great. <laughs> I loved it. Ernie not always even, yeah, you're right. a jokester. Bert always pissed off. Picking on me. He's just doing the dumbest shit. It's like, of course, Bert's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing, Ernie? Yeah. I had any talk. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, what Ernie. the fuck are you doing, yeah. Ernie? Yeah. What yeah. is a uh, Ernie, would you please stop? Ernie. Like that. That's how he. And then uh, Ernie's voice was like, hey, uh, it's Ernie. Ernie here. I guess my Ernie and Bert are the same fucking voice. <laughs> They're pretty good, though. I, if you had done them not right next to each other. <laughs> they're they're pretty damn good. Uh, what's that, Bert? Uh, I got a banana in my ear. You know, like that's how Ernie always talked, and I, I loved it. And yeah, talking about taking a back seat these days on Sesame Street. Let me just say, Sesame Street, it's pretty woke, bro, and that's fine. You know, you want to teach kids, you know, current socio. Uh, I got you. Uh, policy policies, I guess. I don't know. You want to teach them what's up. You don't want to raise them like they're in the 1940s. <laughs> what? No. At, Imagine at Sesame cost? Street. Yeah. During like uh, fucking Jim Crow era. Uh, <laughs> it's going to oh be my like, God. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want Sesame Street to be progressive and to keep up with the times. But, uh, they really gave Ernie and Bert the backseat here, you know? They're really... But they're gay. 
Yeah, you think they would be like totally fine to be on TV now? They should ramp it up. Have them kiss. Dude, Teach I think kids right. that it's yeah, it's normal. Anyway, there it is, Ernie. Okay. Still have it. I gave right. it to my son. Oh, that thing's got to smell like shit. Nah, it? it's been washed a million times, but its eyes have all fallen off. There's no eyes on this Ernie. And I took it. I was like, oh. this was my favorite when I was a kid. And he took it. He was like, ah, threw it. And that's it. Didn't, didn't translate. Oh, darn. So whatever. I was like, all right. Well, eat shit and die, Ernie. I'm de you're dead to everyone. <laughs> that's it. All right, you done? I'm all set. Finish. I was going to ask you about your blanket, but we we're out of time, man. We got we to gotta move I'm on here. I'm finished. Real quick, it was a reindeer stuffed animal. I puked on it once. We had to put it through the wash. It got all matted up, but kept using it. And it, its name was reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Year-round year Christmas animal. Love that thing. Reindeer. <laughs> so you didn't My have brother had one, too. You only had a no, stuffed we animal as well? Yep. God, I, I think I had him on my bed, like, through high school. I'm isn't sure. That, isn't that weird? No, but, I mean, I get it. It's, it, it, it. Some people would make fun of you for it, but it's not even a, it's not a comfort thing. It's more of a nostalgia thing. Uh, that, you know, once is. you get to that part, you're like, oh, man, that's some good times with the old reindeer. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you sleep with me tonight, reindeer. I got you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, we got a hell of a show for you today. So if it's your first time here, this is a financial slash comedy podcast. We're here. We're to have fun. It's going to be, uh, I don't know, 90% comedy, 10% finance stuff. So hopefully you're already giggling to yourself, having a good old time. Make sure you're hitting the subscribe button if it is your first time here. We really do appreciate that. Thumbs up, like, the whole nine yards. We got a goal we're trying to hit over on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Trying to hit 30 patrons. We're at 19 right now. So if you want all the extra bonus stuff... Well, then you can sign up for the special committee, right? So you're a committee member if you're here. Special committee members get hooked up with this dope-ass sticker. You get a star for every year that you're a committee member. That's pretty cool. Exciting stuff. But when you sign up for this right there, member of the special committee, you also get the Project Pay Him sticker. You're a member of Project Pay Him, which we absolutely cannot wait to do another one. And then... You also get the elevated committee member sticker as well. So you get sent some free stuff just for signing up. Our way of saying thank you. But also when we hit 30 patrons over on the Patreon page, we're going to do another round of Project Pay Hemp. This one's going to be bigger. This one's going to be better. I cannot wait to do it. So get over there. Sign up. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Today, Pike, we got a rectum riddle we're going to get to, which is always fun. We got the wow. news that matters, wow. and we got to talk about stimulus money because there's a lot of stimulus money being thrown about, right? Most everybody. Most everybody. I think they said 90% of Americans. Like, that's, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Unprecedented. What a weird, it, you know, tax time is similar because, like, a lot of people get refunds, but... Nothing like this where everyone just gets this big ass chunk of money. Like, oh, what are we all doing? What I are know. we all doing? 
I know. Well, here's, you know, here's the thing. Isn't it kind of, what's the cutoff limit of the stimulus money? Was it $150,000? I know each stimulus for a, is different. For a married couple. Yeah, uh, for, for a married for an, couple. For an individual, I believe it was, I think it was 100000 last time. Or at 80000 it started to like dissipate till 100000 then you just got none. If you're a single filer. Yeah. But even if, like, I know a lot of people who do make a shit ton of money, but they're married and their wife doesn't. So they still get it. You know? It's pretty nuts, though, that married, let's just take the married couple number of $150,000 because you're right. So you have two working adults in the household. 90% mm -hmm. of Americans don't make over $150,000 a year. Yeah. 90%. Seems, is that a problem? It seems high. Oh, it seems high. Don't get me wrong. Really? If you make over $150,000 a year, I don't think you're rich, but I do consider you solidly middle class. Solidly. Well, yeah. Okay. Like I said, I, I, I mean, I just know a lot of people that one person makes quite a bit and the other doesn't. Rarely do you find where both of the people involved in the marriage are like making 75 right. Right. Or more, yeah. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Doesn't it seem? It just seems like a little short to me. Where you have, you know, I mean, I'm not scoffing at $150,000. That's obviously a lot of money, and I got a stimulus check, so obviously I'm making less than, especially now, definitely a lot less now than $150,000 <laughs> a year. But I'm just saying, 90%. That's the stat that jumped out at me. I was like, what the fuck? What is happening here, man? We got to get some. More people need to be making more money. So if you are in the same boat and you're like, I got to make some more cash, well, then hopefully you've come to the right show and we're going to help you do that. Okay. But again, not financial advisors. So when I saw all the stimulus money going through, I know we've talked about inflation on the show. Um, what's going to happen to you, the value of your dollar? It's going to go down because the inflation rates are going to rise. There's a lot of money being pumped into the economy. How, what, what I, I get this question over in the DMs on Instagram a lot. I got my stimulus check. What do I do with it? Okay. And, and I also wanted to bring this up too, because this is pretty interesting. I saw this over on Google news the other day. Uh, you have two different opinions here. You have Ray Dalio, right? Who started Bridgewater investments out of his apartment. That's our boy. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Dalio is a financial genius and a multi multi billionaire and just a super smart dude all right he says in this headline this is from bloomberg he says ray dalio says diversify don't hold cash all right then okay. right below it you have Susie orman Susie orman is like a another financial guru but she's in the personal finance space and uh, she's always talking about having an emergency fund and blah, 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 and all this stuff. She says, do not spend and don't you dare invest your stimulus checks. Here's what Yikes. to do with the cash. So look at this. You have two completely diverging opinions on what to do with your stimulus money. Okay. And I think... I can tell you why. You have two very smart financial people, two people who are very financially savvy, telling you to do opposite things. Okay, so that's what I wanted to tackle today on the show. 
what do you do with your stimulus money? And first and foremost, Pike, you know who Ray Dalio is. You now I do. Yeah. He's a He sounds like an actor to be honest. <laughs> he does. He does sound like an actor. But you know what though? In all honesty, he's a big finance guy. He's working about right. he's worried about macroeconomics. Okay? He's worried about the economy as a whole. He's worried about industry. He's worried about um the American stock market and the American economy. That's why he's saying yeah. Diversify, don't hold cash. Then you have Susie Orman, who's microeconomics on the small scale. A lot of the stuff she talks about, we talk about personal finances. She's saying, do not spend and don't you dare invest your stimulus checks. Right? She's talking about you as a person, not the U.S. Yeah. economy. She doesn't care less about the U.S. economy. She's looking out for number one. She's looking out for you. So I think that's, we have to point out that disparaging opinion. Yeah. I'm with her, mostly because I care more about me than the rest of everybody, which is fair. Yes. I mean, and I see Ray Dalio's point is because if everyone thinks that way, which everyone does, I got to right. take care of myself first, my family first. Then I'll worry about big business in the U.S. economy. But yeah, if, everyone's, if everyone's just hoarding cash and not spending cash, then inflation rates rise quickly so exactly yeah <clears throat> so that's what he's worried about so let's go over some of these uh questions i wrote down that i've gotten and we can just answer them one by one we got one two three four five six questions all right all right first one uh this is all falling underneath the umbrella of i've got my stimulus money now what Okay, and I think it all depends on your situation. So first first one is, do you have any outstanding debt? Do you have any debt that you haven't paid yet? And what do you think you do with the stimulus money, Pike, with this outstanding debt that you got? I think you pay the debt down, especially if it's high interest debt. Like for me, like I have one, I have two credit cards. One's paid off, I just don't even touch it. The other one, like it'll get up to, you know, 1500 or whatever i'll just pay it down use it again you know keeping the debt to uh debt ratio to like 30 percent of the most so that's what i did i took this chunk of money and i just went threw it at it that's good <clears throat> uh, i would not recommend that if you're not in pike situation and i know pike situation so i think that's a great idea pike but if you got a bunch of outstanding debt and you have if you're on unemployment, if you have uh, no income, if you have outstanding debt, and this is why I said it's really circumstantial. If you have no emergency fund, well then shit, dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay off that debt. I wouldn't use that stimulus money to pay off that debt. I would just continue making minimum payments and then build your, your working capital. You know, you build, you, you don't, is, right. there's a lot of forbearance, right? Going on right now. Where you don't have to pay your student loans. You don't have to pay your, I don't know if they're still doing mortgage or not, but there was a point when you didn't have to pay your mortgage for a while if you end up losing your job. So if you get your stimulus money, I would say, I would recommend what Susie Orman is saying. You know, when you're sitting there going, dude, 
I don't have a job and I got the stimulus money. It ain't going to my credit card. It's going to my goddamn wallet first. You got to think about number one. You know, like you're going to have a couple more minimum payments. Fine. But until you get a gig, keep making those minimum payments because you that stimulus money might be the only money you're getting. That might be the only life preserver you have. And you don't want to just give it to fucking Visa. <laughs> you know, they don't care. Exactly. They yeah, don't no, I... care. So I would say Visa will get theirs once you get a solid income stream and you get a gig. But I think, Pike, I think you're, I think that's right because you have a gig, you have a job. Correct. Yeah. No, it seemed like the best bet for me. Yeah. And you don't want to just sit there and accumulate interest by making minimum payments. So I agree. If you have a credit card and you can afford, and I use that with like finger quotes, afford, not afford because you just got a stimulus injection, but afford because you have a job and an income and you have that money set aside, budgeted, then go ahead and pay off that, that debt. Uh, here we go. Number two, um, do you have loans? That you can ask to be put on hold. Now, Pike, you have student loans that you've put on hold, right? Yes, I have. They've been on hold since March of last year. Yeah, so. Killer! In that, what? No interest? Okay. Yeah, I'll wait to pay those. Yeah, exactly. So if you got your stimulus money, it's like, dude, why are you throwing money at your loans that you could just put on hold for, you know? Again, don't use the stimulus money to just pour away. You got to use the stimulus money to either feed yourself, your family, or to build more income off of it. That's what this stimulus money is going to be for. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, obviously, you got to pay your rent. You got to pay. You don't want to be evicted. You don't want to uh, go hungry and all that kind of stuff. You got to take care of the basics first. But if you can make minimum payments on your credit card, if you can put your lo student loans on pause, do it. Do it. That's what I would. I, that's how I would think. Yeah. No. There's no. I mean, there's no penalty to not paying them. So, what's the rush? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, then you have. Uh, do you have an emergency fund? That's what you should be building with your stimulus check. If you don't have an emergency fund, you gotta be using that to build with built up because your emergency fund and essentially it sucks, right? We didn't say, oh man, emergency funds are awful and saving is awful. And I agree. Our trick was think about it as profit. You are a business. Consider yourself a business. Saving money or an emergency fund is profit. That is money that just sits there. There's a reason why Apple has how much Apple, how much money does Apple have? Like in just liquid cash sitting around. It's like billions, right? Gotta be. Yeah. It's the most in the world. Liquid cash. How much liquid cash does Apple have? Apple now has. 195.57 billion cash on hand. Jesus. So they have almost $200 billion just sitting there that they can just use at their disposal. Apple ain't going away, baby. Apple's, <laughs> Apple's here for the long haul. 
<laughs> you know, that's how you got to treat yeah. yourself. That's how you got to think. I need cash on hand. I need liquid capital. I need to have it sitting there in case something hits the fan. That is an emergency fund. Put that stimulus money away for the emergency fund. You're going to blow it on frivolous shit anyway. Consider yourself a business. Treat yourself like Apple and put it aside. I'm telling you. Then once you build up that three months of your go-to money, that's what we were calling it, three months of your go-to money, then you can start making chunk payments on that credit card. But that, I'm telling you, this is, the, this is how you protect yourself. This is how you protect yourself because inflation is coming. Uh, let me keep going here because we got a big show here. We got to keep rolling. Do you have an employment right now? Do you, if, do you have employment right now? If you do, then that stimulus money is obviously not as important. So Pike, gainfully employed. Pike has a full-time job that he's uh, just absolutely crushing right now. And he loves. Okay, now. He wants to just, thank his I employers. I love being able to say that I have a, a job, you know. Because, you know, when we started this bad boy... Did not. That's correct. No job for old Pike. I had a job. Yeah. And boy, how things have turned. Okay. And look how society I'm... looks at you. <laughs> <laughs> Pike was uh, doing the show from a basement of a family member with no job. And I was in my own place. And now... My oh my, yeah. My well, no, oh my. Nobody is invincible. Yep. No. It can happen to anyone. It can happen to anyone. Especially if, especially if you do radio. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a teacher or some shit, then I guess maybe not. You probably feel a little better about it. Yeah. Some kind of scientist or a banker. Yeah. Sometimes I would wonder, like, man, would it be, what would it be like just to work in nine to five? And then, at, you know, right. when the whistle blows at five o'clock and you punch out and you walk away and you're like, oh, yeah, no, done with work. I don't have to think about it anymore. Not a fucking thing to do until you get back at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, that would be interesting. Isn't that interesting? It's like, wow, I, as well. I don't even know what that would be like. That'd be crazy. Right. Yeah. But alas, I think as they say, the Godfather this is the life we've chosen. Uh, so, <laughs> if you got a job, obviously your stimulus money, not as critical as it is. So, if you're like Pike, yeah, throw it at a bunch of debt, at a credit card. If you don't have a job, god damn, what are you doing, bro? Don't just blow that cash. That is, that's, that's worth more to you. Come on, that's worth more to you than it is to people with jobs. And a lot of people, I think we're riding at 6% unemployment right now. It's still double that it was, you know, over a year ago. So think about that for a minute. Just, you know, don't just get your money and just blow it. Especially when it's given to you in a big lump sum like that. Make it count. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't come across often where it's a big chunk and not you don't owe any of it to anything like it's it's yours it's like gambling and stimulus checks it's the only way it's exactly right yeah and one uh, of those is riskier than the other exactly here's where we get to the fun part right you got a job 
you're not starving your family's taken care of your rent's up to date you're uh you put your loans whatever you don't have any credit card debt investments investments now you can start looking ahead and the reason why i say consider instead of just saving that stimulus money now i turned into like little ray dalio here where it's uh, i'm saying you should diversify that stimulus money because as we mentioned earlier fucking inflation's gonna go up dude inflation is normally at like three percent okay yeah so every year your dollars worth three percent less every year what happens is you need to invest this dollar every single one of your fourteen hundred dollars you need to invest it to keep up with inflation so you're ahead of that curve if you just hold it in the bank you're you're literally losing money as the days go by and inflation they're saying some people are getting wild with these estimates but right now the general consensus is that it's going to be around six percent jesus double the inflation rate because everyone's getting the stimulus money but you're gonna have a lot of fucking assholes just blowing this cash dude so what you got to do is you got to invest it okay Think about that for a minute. Invest it. You could do that by buying stocks. You could do that by putting in index funds. You could do, think about that by, uh, if you don't like stocks, there's REITs, okay? Which stands for real estate REITs. What is it? REITs? Oh, man. Yeah, real estate investment trusts. Wow, I had a brain fart. Which are like stocks, but they're property. It's real estate. You buy little sliced chunks of, of real estate, which is uh, a cool way to go. There's also cryptocurrency, which, you know, I'm not 100% on at the moment, but it is an investment. And it's not, you know, if it's free cash, you want to dump it in something. By the way, we're going to do an episode on uh, cryptocurrency because I, I'm starting to buy more and more cryptocurrency because there is, I'll get to it. There's this company that's paying a pretty high mark in interest for cryptocurrency right now. It's pretty interesting. So, yeah, I just want to make sure they're legit before I mention the name. We'll talk about it. So you can invest that money, and I recommend investing that money, even if it's as simple as investing in uh, index funds, because, you know, in 10 years, you're going to have double, triple that in that stimulus money. And if you have a job right now and you're not crying for the stimulus check, right? You're not drowning in debt. Well, then that's money that you should absolutely invest. Don't just go and buy a PS5 with it. Okay. You got to think about number one, that's you stay ahead of the inflation rate because your PS5 is going to be, a PS5 is going to be like, you know, 800, 900 bucks. Jeez. That kind of thing. I mean, it's always going to be, you know, uh, keeping up with the times. But the same reason why candy bars aren't 50 cents anymore, 25 cents. Remember when you were a kid and the candy bar was like 50 cents? I'm not 100 years old, but yeah, they were cheap. They were always 50 cents when I was a kid. A Snickers, really? 50 cents. Yeah. Swear to God. Now they're like a dollar and they're smaller. I remember you could buy like a bottle of soda for you had a dollar bill. Like that was it. 
or maybe it was like a dollar five or some shit. Okay, but now they're they're like a hundred dollars. <laughs> the that's the only number I know. It's a hundred, by the way. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Well, shit, man. So there you go. That's what I think you should do with your uh, stimulus money. It all depends on your situation. That's what's so interesting about it. But if you got an injection of cash, in my opinion, is take advantage of it. And if everything is fine in your life financially and you're not drowning in debt or you have an emergency fund and you have gainful employment and you've put your loans on pause and the whole thing without penalty, invest it because that's the only way you're going to keep that money worth the same amount and also continuing to grow. I mean, think about it, dude. If you put $1,400 in into... It's VTI. That is the total stock market index ETF of Vanguard. If you Google v, just the letters VTI, that's the ticker for the index fund of the total stock market index. You put $1,400 on that. That's at, I think it grows at like a 5 or 6% interest rate. You're now maintaining inflation. You're now just keeping your money to the at the same as the inflation rate. And right now, inflation hasn't hit. Inflation is the is the wave coming. So if you can start making more now, which you will, I have VTI. Let me just see. Let me just look at to see what, how much I've had. I open up a Roth IRA and I buy I buy VTI. See, the expense ratio is 0 0.03 expenses in like management fees. It's like really really low which is nice so let me see here i opened it in may of 2020 and i've made 477 dollars since may of 2020 and shit. i haven't done shit i just popped it in there so there's you know i bet i essentially made 500 bucks for doing fucking nothing I mean, do you, you don't get that into a uh, savings account? Of course not. Yeah. And again, the risks yeah. are extremely low because you're buying the entire stock market. The entire stock market would have to go under in order to, I mean, yes, it's an inherent risk, I guess, but the entire stock market, not just one company, every single company would have to go down in order for you to lose money. Chances are it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. Well, there you go. I'm done that now. Sounds pretty pretty safe. Yeah. I like the sound. Yeah. It's a pretty good idea. So check it out. VTI. That's what I that's what I I'm use. finished. There you go. What do you think of the stimulus money snippet? Great idea. I, I guarantee it uh, most everybody is not thinking of those sort of things. They're thinking of Jesus, what you know? Where do I want to go on vacation, or fucking, you know, what golf clubs do I want to buy? And those just, I mean, while that's exciting, and I, I get it, it's hard to put yourself in a place where, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna invest it. Well, it's not like, uh, dude, I yeah, I know what you mean. You just gotta change your mindset because you're like, no, 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 I am investing. I'm investing in my fund. It's like, dude, treat yourself like Apple. God damn it. They have $200 billion on hand. Take that cash and invest. That's profit, baby. 
put it in yourself, invest it in yourself. When you go and you buy, I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, if you love golf, you deserve some golf clubs. Go have fun in life, dude. It's too, life is too short anyway to just. There's that. Yeah. That's, that's the other, the devil on the other shoulder. Topic. I'm not saying don't do that, but I'm just saying, dude, in five years, don't you want an even better set of golf clubs? You can't get through what you have right now. And then in five years, you could buy some ridiculous titleist golf club, a set of, you know what I mean? You're like, ah, and guess what? It won't break your pocketbook because it's been sitting there making money the whole goddamn time. Don't just sit there and blow it because you got it. That's all I'm saying. Be a little more strategic. This shit's chess, not checkers. You know, just think about it for, uh, I think, two moves, three moves ahead. Nobody does that, dude. Yeah. Everyone's a bunch nope. of hard to do, hard, Dude, hard to do. I know. All right, let's get to the rectum riddle. Guess what's okay. up my rectum? Guess what? Guess what's way up there? Way up there, baby. Oh, you'll never guess. You'll never guess. So, I got a clue. Yes, I got a clue for you. It's a riddle, baby. Rectum riddle! Life's biggest mystery. The unknown. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've had one of these. This is where, look, undoubtedly, every single week, doesn't matter. Someone sticks something up their ass. And then uh, what happens is we put it in riddle form, and then we read it here on the show. Pike, you have to solve for the blank. Do you want to read this, or do you want me to read this one? Well, I've never read one. Is that an option? I now that we have a, a picture of the riddle, yeah, go ahead, man. You can read it. I love to. I'd love I love reading aloud. All right, here we go. Let's do okay. this. Lying here on my stomach all night, dreaming of what could have been car accidents, crash, praying to relieve me of all this sin. I've lost something precious, you best believe. And it's just south past my wizard sleeve. Oh, you hurt your arm and you think that's heinous? Try being 25 and you lose your entire anus. <laughs> Colon function function, what's your function? <laughs> well, I ain't got none at this current junction. <laughs> Filling up bags of colostomy. Wishing my poo was inside of me with the anal variety. <laughs> <laughs> Gone to the dock and he's got it on lock because he's got an idea to replace my back door sock. My new anus. I'm the, I'm sorry. With a new anus, I'm living the ultimate high because he took muscles from my inner blank hmm. <laughs> a lot going on here medically yes this is a medical feat how about someone's bum <laughs> oh i know what it is um my inner what rhymes with high yep I th i'm thinking i just want to slap a t on the beginning of that word mm -hmm. and turn it into my inner did he take muscles from his inner thigh and make an anus out of it? Yes, he did. All right. That's Good job, dude. Look at these doctors. Dude, how cool That's is amazing. this, man? This is a like, 
first of all, just a medical tragedy and then a medical miracle. I mean, just, are you kidding me? Yeah. This was a lady, 25 years old, gets into a car wreck, loses her anus. That's one of the last things I would think would happen. I know. Accident. Well, she lost her leg. She had a she lost a leg, leg amputated, then lost her anus. So she was on a colostomy bag, which is a bag that hangs outside your stomach and attached to your intestine. So as you eat, this bag just fills up, which normally your your intestine would hold and then dehydrate, and then that becomes shit, like logs of shit. And then, yes. Yeah, so this little bag fills up. So you have to go. She said she was emptying it up to six times a day. So Jesus. then it becomes this thing where she's like, I don't want to eat because if I eat, then I have to go empty this bag and it's embarrassing and I don't want to do this and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's awful. It's just awful. Until a doctor rolls in and goes, you know what we could do? Take a little bit of that muscle from your inner thigh, lady. And train it to be your new anus. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, we can do it. We'll borrow your own muscle and turn it into your butthole. And she's like, are you serious right now? And uh, so what happened was they had to go through physical therapy. They went through a bunch of surgeries. The muscles in your thigh are quick twitch muscles, right? They're just meant for explosion. They're, right? I want to jump. I want to run. I want to get up out of my seat. You know? Yeah. But your butt, real slow. Real just hold it tight for a long period of time and then slowly open it up, right? Mm-hmm. So they had to go through b-hole physical therapy so they turn this quick twitch muscle into a real slow go of a guy it took about a year took about a year was there a doctor that had done this before i mean <laughs> what you know they didn't mention that uh i i maybe it seemed like they knew what they were doing quite well actually i was like whoa this is pretty awesome and uh hey She's pooping like a person, like a normal person now. So, God damn it, I'm happy for her. Down a leg. You can't be down. I mean, down an anus too. Wow. I mean, if that you were going to go miserable. legs or anus, you're going legs, right? Yeah. No, I would. I would lose most of my limbs before I gave up that anus of mine. <laughs> would you agree? Yeah. Well, every dude talks about how important his balls are, but no one talks about how important they're. You know, their poop shoot is. I mean, that's a really important part of your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta have it. Gotta have We're wow. tubes, man. We're just a tube. We're a tube with things to put things into our tube. That's all we are. It's sad when you think about it. Yeah. They're like, man, what would be a more efficient way to get food into this tube? Oh, I know. Arms. Well, that was a good start. But how do I get to the food now and reach it? Well, I need legs to get there. Okay, legs will be grown. You know what I mean? This is just... Yeah. Oh, how, how are they going to screw? I got it. Penis. Tube. A, a penis tube. Oh, another, another tube, yeah. A little smaller tube. Yeah. How Man. do we make sure it, they do it a lot to keep reproducing? 
Mm-hmm. We make it feel good. Done. God, I love when you talk about anatomy. He's <laughs> <laughs> so smart. I took I one anthropology class in college. This was all what we talked about. That was it. Oh, really? Yeah, I worked so hard Boy, for that C. Oh, man. So hard. Dude, I know, I know everyone's like, oh, college was boring and this class. But I, I never had a more boring class. Miserable than anthropology. Could not stay awake for the freaking life of me. You had a bad teacher. My teacher was amazing. Yes. Oh, no, ours, yeah, definitely as boring or more boring than the material. Oh, that sucks. Because, dude, this right here is all what my professor was talking about. My professor, first of all, my professor had a, he called it bullshit jar. And it said bullshit jar right on it. And he opened it up and he started, like, sticking things in the bullshit jar. And it was some, like, you know, like he took, he's like, hey, you guys believe in religion? A lot, you know, people are like, yeah, yeah. He opened up the jar. He's like, sticks it in the bull. He like grabs it out of thin air and sticks it in the bullshit jar. <laughs> it was like shit like that. I was like, God damn. No way. Yeah. This, this professor oh, wow. is pulling no punches. He's like, hey, hey, you, you, uh, you believe in uh, Adam and Eve? He opens up the bullshit jar. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to get letters. You're gonna be, we're going to be mad. Don't. Oh, he did it. He put an imaginary... Piece of paper in a jar. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. That was my uh, anthropology teacher. Did not give a fuck about what anybody thought. It was uh, pretty awesome. What a badass. Yeah. And then See, he's like, hey, hey anybody hear vegans? Anybody hear vegans? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> anybody hear vegetarians? Vegetarian? Oh, yeah, dude. He just started going in, and he sounded like he was—he was a crass asshole. But everybody, everybody was laughing. Everybody had a good time, and he wasn't being—he was doing it from the scientific perspective, which I understand. And he explains, he's like, "Look, this is why I know we shouldn't be vegan because of our teeth and how we've adapted. There's a reason why your teeth are set, you know." And then he goes into the specifics of. How human teeth are designed to shred meat and also chew uh, plants, and it's because of our, it's because of our dental uh, anatomy that he knows that we were designed to eat both plants and animals. It's pretty cool. I was like, oh wow, this is getting okay. It's all making sense. Yeah. But I mean, if you don't eat meat for a moral reason or if you're vegan for moral reasons, I understand that. You know, I'm. There's also a psychological component to this, right? Absolutely. Yeah. By all means. Yeah. If you don't like shredding a cow between your teeth, then don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I understand the feeling of, oh, man, this is this kind of sucks. But I also evolutionary wise, we are only here today because we ate meat. And I'm not talking about cow. I'm talking about fish. I'm talking about fish oil and how our brains developed. And yeah, just like, oh, it was awesome. I was like, I'm too dumb for this class. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be involved. Dude, what a different experience you had. I'm telling you, this class sucked. 
<laughs> Sorry. Do you have like a Ben Stein kind of guy or? Yeah, exactly. But worse. I would like, can I just take that class you took? Is he still there? Because I, I have no idea. Out of pocket. I have no idea. All right. Still there. I don't know. This is well, like 15 years ago, dude. It's getting up there. I'm getting old. Let's get to the no, news that matters. Dead then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. Isn't it crazy to think that somebody in your house could be living a double life? You go to work and they go off to a second life somewhere with somebody else. Well, this happened for a family. Um, this guy was looking around the neighborhood's uh, real estate photos. You know, you're just curious. Like, oh, the Timonsons are selling their house. Let's take a look at the listing. You might even share it on Facebook and go, hey, who wants to be my neighbor? But really, you just mean like, hey, look at the neighborhood I live in. Yeah. Do people uh, do so that this, on your yeah, Facebook? Yeah, this guy. Oh, I've seen it, yeah. That's weird. So was looking at his neighbors, the Timonsons' real estate photos. And in one of the photos, he thought, look at that. I didn't know they had a cat because the cat's laying on the bed in a photo. He zooms in. He goes, that's my fucking cat. <laughs> that is my cat named Freddie who's living over at this person's house during the day. They think that the cat is theirs. Turns out they've got a whole different name for this cat who's just been living a double life. Wait a minute. So when they go to work, the cat moseys on over and goes to the other house. That's correct. Where Just do hangs they out think all day, the gets cat, food. Cat goes when the cat's not at the other house. They just think, oh, the cat. He's a night. He's a he's nocturnal. He just goes out with his friends at night. But no, he's going home. Cat's got two names. Isn't that weird? This is weird. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do if you're the owner number one? You go over there and be like, get this cat out of your house. I mean, kick that cat out. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You already got a house. Freeloader. I don't want this cat anymore. Well, yeah. Cat's got some explaining to do. Yeah, I'd blame it on the cat. It's all the cat's fault. Yeah, and, well, he knows. He knows what And it's the other uh, family's fault. They're bad cat owners. Like, if you're at work all day and you don't know what your cat's doing, fine. I get that. You know, that's you're not there. But the cat comes home at night. You feel like your cat was there all day. Fine. Whatever. But you go to the other one. The other house during the day, unless they're home all day. And maybe they go out at night or something. Not just the cat. Or they're sleeping. They probably are home all day. But then they go to sleep. You don't know what the cat's doing. Okay, so when they go to sleep, then the cat finally gets over to the other house. So is the guy like a yeah. third shifter, maybe? I don't know. But whatever it is, this cat has crafted it perfectly. He's getting fed 10 times a day. Wow. <laughs> Good for him. Wow. Does the cat... I mean, Freddy is a fine name for a cat. I'm not going to knock Freddy. That's fine. Do we know the name that they call it? Call him? Freddy, and then uh, it doesn't say. It does, though, suggest that they also have since found out that he's been part time living at other houses on the street. Okay, let me just 
just say this, okay? First of all, Freddy, you're a whore bag. Two, uh, secondly, uh, all these people are awful pet owners or awful people in general because you don't just have a cat roll up with tags on and you notice that the cat has tags on and not do anything. You're like, oh, I guess this is my cat. No, you just, you try to find out whose cat this is. Mm -hmm. You do your civil service. Yeah, at this point, Freddy's just a stray cat. Yeah, it sounds like you got a big hole in the goddamn wall. Everybody's everybody's at fault here. Every, you're letting your cat out. I hate I hate outdoor cats. I hate them. Wow. The only outdoor cat is a stray. Okay. Ever other than that, dude, there was a cat. It's, it's an it's an outdoor cat. No, you're just a lazy pet owner. That's what you are. That cat's going around. It's taking shits in everyone's yard. It's obviously it's walking into other people's house, uh, homes. It's probably bringing fleas in, dead mouse carcasses. No, take care of your cat. You want a cat? You yeah. keep it in your house. You take it out for a walk. Whatever you do with a cat, I don't know what you do with cats. You keep it to your goddamn self. You don't plague the neighborhood with your laziness. Is what you're doing. Fuck out of here, outdoor cat know, owners. We suck. We had uh, hybrid cats growing up where they would like stay in the shop, like the garage mostly, but they would just go out. They would just come and go as they pleased. I don't know where they went. Probably living at somebody else's house. Were you in a, but, on like, a, you're on a big piece of property though, right? Yeah, but they're still neighbors. I'm sure they went over there. How far are the neighbors? There's neighbors like connecting to the, to the yard. Okay, do you yeah. have a barn? Do you have, like, a big field? Yeah, like, barn, shed. Okay, then you're fine. Second. Sounds like you're out in the country. It sounds like you might have some mice running around, and those cats need to be right. fed, and they're on the fucking prowl because they're apex predators. Got it. Totally fine. If you're in goddamn suburbia, and you're letting a cat run around, and you're just giving it water and food, and you're like, it's my cat. No, you have weird... Issues where you need every animal to love you and you you're playing. The, I'm telling you, dude, I had a, my house in Vegas when I lived in Vegas. I had animal shit in my backyard. I didn't own a single animal. It was these fucking cats. These people outdoor cats. It's my outdoor pet. No, no, it's not. I'm cleaning up some random cat shit in my grass. Driving me nuts. Hate them. Oh, that is Okay, that's annoying. Should be illegal. <laughs> you think the cat should be euthanized? Kill it. No, no. I don't think the cat Aggressive. has done anything wrong. The cat is being a cat. I think the goddamn owner should be euthanized. You, you, you called the cat a whore bag earlier. Yeah, because the cat's going around all these houses. I can freeload. It's whore. not a crime to be a whore bag. <laughs> no, I said the cat's the cat is being a cat. The people should be murdered imprisoned or killed um uh one of those three options i like it i like the killing them okay well i'm all finished i'm finished we end the show on murder i'm happy with that that's it for the show thank you so much for being here if you enjoyed it then goddamn please tell a friend that's the coolest thing you could do send them this episode be like dude you got your stimulus check don't fuck it up send them that uh, your friend has an outdoor cat, send him this episode. Just don't say anything about 
the outdoor cat part. Just text him this episode. Send him the link. Uh, what else do we talk about? Oh, your friend likes avocados. Boom. Your friend has a stuffed reindeer. Boom. Send him this episode. They'll enjoy the hell out of it. There you go. That's it for the show. Give us an old thumbs up. Hit subscribe. And if you want to, follow this guy on all social media. He's a great man, okay? It's at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. Great dude. He's a little tired. He's drinking coffee. He eats microphones. He'll I'm not yawning. Out. I'm eating a microphone. Oh, he's eating a microphone. I'm at Sparks Radio. Definitely on Thanks for being here. Goddamn. Any last words, Pike? Those over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here.